and welcome to another episode of Not Another Bad Movie Podcast with me, Megan. Kathleen, what do we watch this time? We watched Holly's Holiday. A Lifetime original movie. With Captain Awesome from uh, Chuck, which I just love Chuck, so. I mean, that was the main thing. We, we saw there was Lifetime movies to choose from, and then I saw that Awesome was in one, so I said, well... Naturally, we should watch the one with, with Awesome in it. <laughs> also, the blonde chick, which I know it's terrible. I don't know her name. But we've seen her a lot of things. I like her. So, uh, you know, we thought, well, a good solid. <laughs> well, who knows? It's a lifetime holiday movie. So, you know, throw those things together. So the storyline. So, all right. I'm going to recap real quick and then we'll get into it. Um, Holly is a marketing person who sadly to say has bit has actually buy, bought into the whole marketing idea of happily ever after and the perfect man and all that good stuff so she works in marketing and they get a last she gets a last minute case to do a marketing campaign for jewelry and diamonds actually and she comes up with a wonderfully boring campaign and this guy that she's worked with for years who turns out to be her love interest but it's not captain awesome um he has different ideas on what he thinks they should do he's a photographer uh anyway so as she's walking uh and it's obviously winter she slips on the sidewalk and hits her head actually someone kind of jostles her it's not really that she's clumsy but then she goes unconscious and when she wakes up captain awesome is there uh to pick her up and it's one of those wonderful mannequin come alive kind of stories that's where he's from he's from the window he's the mannequin she's been looking at in the window which by the way the mannequin a very nondescript face so that's kind of weird but anyway uh so he's perfect and so she spends time with him and then it turns out he's not quite well maybe he's a little too perfect and uh, he tries to arrange everything in their life because it turns out he's a little OCD and he's obsessed with perfection. And then uh, when uh, at one point she runs after the love in the end, the guy that she realizes she loves all along, uh, she falls again and wakes up. And it turns out that whole interlude with the mannequin was dun, 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 not real. It was all in her head for two days. She was unconscious in the hospital. So. Uh, you know, and then in the end, she gets her guy she loves and it's happy Christmas and she does a whole new campaign based on something more fresh and not completely stale, which, by the way, it really was. Uh, and uh, that was that was the story. So <laughs> I know I gave it away by telling you it was all in her head. But actually, as we'll go into later, I had to know that ahead because if it wasn't all in her head and or if it was like one of those Grey's Anatomy moments where, uh, you know, when Lizzie had the brain tumor and she's having, you know, that imaginary relationship, you know then I was going to cut out of that movie because I cannot stand that. <laughs> but uh, no, turned out it was all just a dream, which I was fine with. <laughs> all just a dream works for me. Um, so I looked up that guy's name. Awesome in real life is called Ryan McPartland. And what's the name of the girl? Did you look that up? Claire Coffee. Really? Yeah. Poor baby. That's a really innocuous name. I, I can't even begin to remember who that is even now. What's her name again? <laughs> Claire Coffee. There you go. That's terrible. She needs to change that. She needs to fix that. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know where to start with this movie. I guess uh, we can start with her and her best friend who she works with. Okay. Well, before that, too, when we started this movie and we knew it was about mannequins, which I know I didn't tell you until like almost 30 seconds into my teaser, um, 
uh, Megan and I, of course, were going, how many mannequin movies have there been? And Megan was thinking at least four, and I was thinking at least three. And then we went to look it up, and it turns out that no one else has done a, a count, a really good count really quickly for us. So you are going to just have to let that bother you. Now you're going to have to go or, out and figure it yeah, out. Yeah, you can tweet at us. Yeah, be please like, figure it out. We figured it out for you. <laughs> now we're not talking the horror ones. We're only talking the romance mannequin movies. Like, I was thinking that one was a mannequin, the one with Tyra Banks. But Megan was like, no, that was a doll. I'm like, I swear I've seen other mannequin ones, though. <laughs> and then um, I said that Shaq from, what is that one? The one where he grants wishes. Oh, what is it? Kazam or? <laughs> Something like Shazam. Shazam? <laughs> I don't know. Kaboom? I don't know. I don't know. I, I said that that should count. Kathleen said, no, he's not a mannequin in that. <laughs> like, no. Like, so. He's like that fortune teller guy in the carnival. Anyways, so her very friend. controversial topic, <laughs> right. mannequins, what should be included in this category. Yes. <laughs> but, um, of course, she's an ad exec because they're all ad execs and they live in New York City because they always live in New York City. And um, her best friend is dating this guy, Marcos, who is um, a male model and a player. And he can get her into parties, and she doesn't mind that he flirts with other people as long as he comes home to her. <laughs> well, because when you think about it, I mean, he he doesn't mean anything by it. People just do that in the business. I'm like, yeah, huh? She's got her arms draped all around him and looks like she's about to make out with him. But that's just in the business. I don't know. What do I know? <laughs> I'm not a model. Not even close. <laughs> um, and, of course, uh, this friend is very sassy. And uh, tries to get the main character out more because the main character is a workaholic and was there until three o'clock in the morning on a Sunday. On a Sunday, so um, yeah, that's the main thing that we know about her. And uh, she has an assistant who is quirky. That assistant <laughs> is funny. She's—I mean, the main girl is pretty short, but I think because of heels, she's a little taller than her assistant. Her assistant, just every once in a while, is like putting up lights in a doorway, just standing on a ladder. And then she uh, has a crush on some other guy and uh, almost drops all the lights and all that good stuff. And then in the dream sequence, awesome. Turns out this girl is a DJ. Now, obviously, we don't know if she really is a DJ. We just know that in her dream life that her assistant's a DJ and falls for and, you know, and catches her guy. So... We're to assume in real life somehow that eventually happens as well. I mean, she does actually try and push them together at the end, which was kind of cute. But um, so the sis, the friend, the friend, what's crazy is luckily they explain the fact that they've known each other forever because no work friend would be talking to you the way that she was talking to her. But she dragged her to some club. And by the way, Megan and I've decided we want to go to this club. Have we? Yeah. Well, oh, I yeah, we that. do. <laughs> Why do we want to go to this club, Megan? <laughs> The, it was all like really attractive uh, Latino men who wanted to be dominated by women. <laughs> yeah, the women were all like, come here. And it was like, all right, I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> we see this in, um, I don't know, like a 30 second scene yeah. where Marcos is trying to get. Um, <laughs> that was funny. A date, a, a for, date the for the main character. Um, main character's name is Holly, obviously Holly's holiday. Yeah. Um, and, uh, 
this guy gets intercepted by this other woman who's like, why are you late? And like grabs him by the tie and drags him around. It was really funny. <laughs> really. Like I said, it was a moment where we're like, oh my goodness, we need, we need to go to this club. This club <laughs> is for us. So yeah, that was, that was good. Um, Milo, the guy who she ends up with, spoiler alert, um, says that he's not going to go. It's not his scene. They refer to him as being a hipster. He lives in Brooklyn. He's not really into the Manhattan socialite life. And uh, so he's like, I'm not going to go. And then he ends up showing up. And uh, she says, oh, we have to get a picture to um, have proof that you were here. (laughs) So uh, he goes to take a selfie on his phone and they get bumped and uh, they get a picture of their hands and I'm like, oh, that's going to be the campaign picture. <laughs> and she was right. She was right. <laughs> um, it looked nice, actually, though. I liked it. Her hand was, uh, like, smaller and more delicate than his. And it was just a nice. And then in the background, it had, like, all the bright light. So it actually, for me, you know, I know it's wrong to hold these movies to a higher standard. But I got to tell you, I when they say they're going to do an amazing ad campaign... I expect an amazing app campaign or don't show it to me at all. Because when I see one and I look at it and I think, oh, my gosh, that's like every other ad I've ever seen. I get a little annoyed, which I know is stupid, but I get a little annoyed. Well, it's like that with anything with art. You know, it's like, oh, it's the best song. And it's like, it's all right. <laughs> or it's like, look at this painting. It's his masterwork. And it's like the sh- the painting you showed me at the beginning was much better than this one, you know? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, and, you know, we've watched movies where people say they can sing and then they can't sing. And, you know, and I'm sorry. But if you can't actually sing, either have someone else do the singing for you or don't sing because <laughs> it's just awful. So, I mean, this movie was, again... <laughs> Gonna have to say, it was predictable, <laughs> if anything. Except that you didn't know when she first met her guy what, what the storyline was. Did she really meet the guy? Was it all in her head? Was she dr- unconscious, you know? And then, of course, like I said, I had to look it up in the middle so I would finish the movie. So <laughs> It was a little odd, though, because, like, I mean, well, I mean, it's a dream, so it can be as crazy as you want it to be. And it can be that she falls in love with a mannequin. But at no point does she know that she's in love with a mannequin. They keep telling you that as an audience member. But, but you like, never know it. She didn't know. No. So what's the point of him being a mannequin? You know what I mean? Yeah. Other than <laughs> if the it fact, all is a dream at the right. end. Well, and that was the thing. So here we go. Let's meet the guy. Let's meet the mannequin guy. Of course, it's Captain Austin. And if you've ever seen Chuck, this guy is gorgeous. So yes, checkbox number one. This is your dream guy. And he said all the right things about romance and, you know, he kind of swept her off her feet and was going to call her and, you know, and, and take her out to dinner. And he does this toast and his toast is, what does he always say? He says, here's to fairy tales, I think. Here's to fairy tales. Well, the only problem is that's cute the first time, but uh, he keeps on saying it. So Every time <laughs> every they time. eat together, he'll, he wants to do a toast. Right. And every time it's the same toast. So then the second time he, they go out to dinner... He says this, well, he has dinner at his house and he makes it for her. And it's like this really elaborate meal. It's amazing because, I mean, obviously she's not a cook and truthfully, neither are Megan and I. And it was amazing. But then she accidentally dropped the wine glass and uh, broke the wine glass and spilled wine all over the tablecloth. And Captain Awesome almost went crazy. (laughs) 
his mouth's hanging open and he's I don't know. Was he like saying, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh, or something like yeah, that? Yeah, and it was like, and then Megan and I did have a moment of saying, you know, this is a little bit rude to people that actually have OCD. Because <laughs> there are people that really have an issue with OCD and, uh, you know. But no, so he, then eventually he was okay. But, you know, so that was a crazy night. And she starts to realize he's a little strange. But then she reali- really realizes it when... It, Okay, so here's the shocker. So she he says to her, you know, I, I you know, I really want to spend time with you. Um, let's let's get together tomorrow. And she's like, I don't know, I've got to work. And he's like, Well, you can take a break to eat. I'll I'll come over to your place and we'll eat. And she's like, Okay, okay. So she rushes home because she's been working all night and then works then, and then um, uh, she's only home for five seconds when knock knock knock. He's at the door. So you're like, oh, Okay. She opens the door and who's at the door? Megan, who's at the door? <laughs> He's there with his two parents. <laughs> she's known him about a week. And Not even. She's like getting to, three days. Yeah. She's getting to meet his family. Yeah. And I mean, I'm sorry, but even the most perfect of guys, this is a scary moment. <laughs> you know, you're like. Yeah, this is a sign that that he's moving really fast. And then they come in and they're going to make dinner and he's like, dad, help me with this. And he moves her chair because he doesn't like the flow of the house. So he moves the big sofa over. Actually, it's a small sofa. It's kind of nice. <laughs> it's got like this interesting like style. A yeah, it was like a light yellow. It was pretty. But he moved it. And then as she's sitting there while they're fixing it, he starts alphabetizing her books and movies and stuff. And criticizing her. Like, how do you find anything if it's not alphabetized and she's like i don't know (laughs) but you know i guess because it's new she doesn't feel like she can really uh challenge him on him just kind of sweeping in and doing all this stuff to her apartment true and uh they have uh dinner and Oh, the best part is she goes to the restroom, which, by the way, I know normally TMI, but as she's in the restroom, she hears him as she's coming out, where he's talking about all his plans of getting married and having three children and two dogs and living in, like, a house with a picket fence. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. So that's doubly concerning, (laughs) meeting the parents and then him planning out their whole lives when she's only known him for about a week. But the best scene, actually, I loved. (laughs) The one thing about this movie that saves it is the fact that I think all the actors are actually not that bad. His parents are obviously mannequins as well. And they used to work together. And so they give us a little montage of their big, uh, I guess, and what she's thinking is that they were models with their pictures being taken. So they'll be like, spring line. And then they stand there and they make this look. And then they're like, President's Day. And they, they you know, Do shake it off in the same look. look. And then they're like, Christmas or something. And then the same look. So, But they were so funny the way they did it. They were just like so like people who were truly actors or whatever would be like, all right, shake it off, shake it off. Okay, like get in the, you know. And she's like, I haven't done this in forever. It was cute. And it was, you know, like I said, I mean, you saw it coming. But still, I thought they did a good job of making it. <laughs> an interesting meeting of the parents. <laughs> yeah, they. This movie does have some genuinely funny moments in it. Um, I mean, it's not a laugh riot, but I did think it was. Uh, the scene with the parents was pretty funny. Um, and then at one point, she's trying to have a heart to heart with um, 
the her mannequin boyfriend who she doesn't know is a mannequin and uh the parents are setting up uh watching a movie in the other room and uh she's saying you know i think you're moving too fast and you're saying that you you know want to have a family and he's like well you know i i i I want all those things with you. And then the dad barges in and is like, I can't get the sound to work on your TV. (laughs) And that really made me laugh because that seemed like something that would actually happen. (laughs) Like you would get interrupted by parents who didn't understand the technology at your house. (laughs) Uh, And just to people to invite themselves over. You said you only had time for dinner and now they're staying to watch a movie that they always watch together, which I think was Sound of Music, which, which yeah. is super long. Yeah, that's not like a three hour movie. <laughs> Crazy. Now, I will admit now at this time there was a commercial and I was a little tired and it was Coca-Cola commercial. And I have to say, I really know why Coca-Cola works when you're when you're tired. I really wanted a Coca-Cola then. I have to say commercials work on me sometimes. And also we've been enjoying watching commercials on mute. I know most people fast forward through them, but you miss some of the strangest commercials. There's a new television show called, what was it, Coupled or? Knocked Up. Knocked Up. Oh, right. Probably based on the movie. It is a strange line drawn commercial that shows two like people. animation. Yeah, but not complete animation, but enough where your brain sees two stick figures practically having sex. It was really <laughs> weird. And it was like, blink, blink, what? <laughs> I mean, even with the sound, I have to imagine that that would have been a kind of a shocking commercial to watch. Yeah, I mean, and, 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 you know, again, it's that whole thing of your brain filling in half of it. So, like, you only saw so much. But it was, I was like, and because we saw it again later, we were like, this is bizarre. But anyway, side note, back off the commercials. But I got to <laughs> tell you, every once in a while, you really got to watch them in mute because you you half the time don't know what's going on like we had this whole conversation on why there was an elephant on the screen megan's like it's for depression i'm like you know she's like like when it sits on your chest i'm like no that's a copd commercial <laughs> see we've we've memorized all of the medication commercials <laughs> based on the animal animals if it's a monkey throwing its poo no <laughs> that's not right that's not right all right um, so now back to all right so i love the parents Oh, okay, so, oh, yeah, and again, for the third time, he gives the same toast. It's great, great. Right, right. Yeah. And then, um, okay, so now we're on to, oh, my goodness. So now we're on to the photo shoot. They've mm-hmm. arranged everything for the photo shoot the next day. Her and her guy, who's going to be the guy, the hipster. Yeah. They go there. Milos. And it's been canceled. And I'll let you tell this story. Um, the place where they're going to be taking the photos, um, uh, the, the man there says, oh, it's been canceled. That's why nothing's set up. And she's like, you don't think it's strange that some stranger is calling you canceling things? Like, <laughs> and you didn't think to call us maybe? <laughs> and, uh, he's like, well, you know, that's, that's why I have a deposit or whatever. Yeah, he didn't care. <laughs> he was didn't like, care at all. And uh, I was, like, kind of proud of her to, like, stick up for herself in that moment of being, like, uh, this is, is a big going deal, on? right? You're messing this up. I mean, the whole premise of the movie, insofar as, like, they have to get this advertisement out um, before Christmas is kind of silly because it was, like, for diamonds. And diamonds usually sell around the end of the year because people tend to propose towards the end of the year. So, like, this diamond company is, like, really behind the times. Yeah, Anyways. they wanted it out before Christmas, like, within <laughs> two weeks. That's ridiculous. It's yeah, like, I agree. 
so you're selling it you you start to push it like right in the last couple of weeks of the year and if that if not just like one week of the year and then what people are supposed to be selling like buying it in late winter early spring like that's not when you sell no diamonds. I, mean, it make ad, any sense. I think an ad would be at least six months if not longer so i mean that just yeah yeah you have to silly. suspend disbelief again but um in any case she asks well who is the one who canceled this and the man from the venue says oh he said his name was Bo, and Bo is the name of her mannequin boyfriend so, <laughs> do we not tell you that Bo is Captain Awesome, <laughs> aka Ryan McPartland, aka Bo? Bo. <laughs> so she's livid. Obviously, she's working really hard on this ad campaign, and now they're going to be like really behind, or at least behind a day, until they can find another place to do it. So she goes over to Bo's apartment, and he's like, "Oh, I thought you'd be pleased." Because I actually got this really great photographer who lives in my building and he owes me one. And so I thought you could use him and, you know, we could spend today together or whatever. And she's like, this is really important to me. I worked really hard on this. I already have a photographer. And, uh, you know, he keeps pushing like, oh, I was just trying to help and et cetera. And, and she relents because she actually knows who's, who this photographer is and he's really great. So he's she, supposed to be amazing. So she, I guess they do it inside the building, the shoot with the models in front of like this Christmas tree. And it's just like them looking lovey-dovey at each other. And they have um, one pose where he gets down on one knee and stuff. And the model, the girl (laughs) model, I mean, they're both bad, but the girl model is terrible. Oh, she's wonderfully bad. (laughs) It didn't make any sense because like, Milo and um, Holly have been going back and forth about the kind of look that they want. And he wants someone edgy, someone who doesn't look like a model with perfect features. And he wants someone with like tattoos. And she wants somebody like blonde with like very typical model features. And she's like, we're selling a fantasy, so, like, get on board. Mm -hmm. And um, she keeps on acting like she's compromising and not compromising. Oh, I know. Because, I mean, a compromise isn't two people that look exactly like she originally described her people looking. That doesn't make sense. Megan's right. Why would you pick someone? Yeah, but then, like, they, they pick people based off their headshots. But, like, they're already behind. So you think that they're going to pick somebody that they know that they've worked with before who's like really good. So if things go sideways, they don't have to recast. They already are a hundred percent certain in these people. Cause they've been working together, Milo and Holly for a while. And she's been with this ad company for a while. So you think they have to have like a huge list of models that they've already worked with as a company. Right. Even if she hasn't. Especially if you only got two weeks, you're going to get someone you can trust and yeah. not get out of the park. You're not going to, you know, you're, you're not, not going to take a chance two. with yeah. somebody new. They were awful. <laughs> and they were terrible. So uh, the photographer's not getting anything. Not Milo, but the, the famous one. And uh, he's like, this isn't working. So uh, you, and he points to Holly, get in there as the girl. And you, and he points to his friend, Bo. You get in there. And of course, Bo looks up at her adoringly in just the right way. And then 
up until this point in the movie, they've been walking past a store that's right across the street from where Bo lives, that's near where Holly works. And it's his store where he was living as a mannequin. (laughs) And um, he was stood up with a fake deer and a fake girl. And so we see this fake deer and fake girl um, staring out of the window. And we're like, I guess that girl's going to come to life eventually. And um, Surprise, surprise, she does. She does. <laughs> and she comes barging in during this photo shoot. And she sees him fake proposing to Holly and loses her mind and starts yelling. And I did not think much of that actress. I mean, I know she was supposed to be over the top, but she was not very funny. <laughs> mm. I mean, it wasn't written very funny either, but still, it was pretty rough. Anyways. No, I agree. She wasn't really, you know. Yeah, I agree. Um, so she's like, I don't know. We were always supposed to be together, and now you're with her, and I can't believe you. And she, I don't know. She's just being crazy. And, and then she, like, knocks over the Christmas tree, and it falls on top of the assistant, Meg. And uh, then Holly, like asks her oh oh my goodness are you okay the crazy girlfriend ex-girlfriend runs off she asks Bo who was that and he's like oh just an ex-girlfriend and she's like well are you gonna go after her and tell her off for almost hurting Meg (laughs) and he's like well I mean she's gone so like problem solved (laughs) and she's like uh no and then she leaves and she starts to console her assistant and um, I don't know what happens next. What happens next? <laughs> okay, so of course she's infuriated with him, just completely infuriated with him, and she tries to apologize to the hipster guy, and he kind of takes her apology, but not really, and he goes around to fix it. He's gonna fix it, and um, so she's like, "I'm gonna break up with this guy. I'm gonna break up with this guy," and. Uh, it's like the night of the party and uh they have a holiday party party at work yeah and so uh he fixes something that looks kind of like what she'd like and uh so um she decides she's gonna break up with the guy but then she can't break up with him he's there's something about him that's just so attractive and so so she can't break up with him so she brings him to the party and uh so her friend and her oh that's the funny part what he says to the friend (laughs) so her and her friend are going to the party with Bo. Bo goes to pick him up. First time the friends met him, and... <laughs> oh, yeah. By the way, the friend was supposed to go with Marcos originally, but she has finally broken up with Marcos because Marcos is not just flirting with these girls. He's making out in public with these girls and making a public display of himself. And and that's the least of it. I mean, we are <laughs> pretty sure that he's totally cheating, but yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure if she's like... I guess she didn't want him cheating, but I don't know. I kind of got the impression that, like... She didn't want to be alone. Well, yeah, she didn't want to be alone. But I also kind of felt like she didn't want to look like a fool. Right, like, right. Be I'm discreet, fine with it. at cool. least. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But, yeah, she didn't want to be alone. She felt like it would make her look like a loser. I mean, she's this gorgeous woman. And she just, you know, I guess all women have these insecurities or something, <laughs> you know? So I was like... Mm. So, um, anyways, they're about to go over to the Christmas party. And Bo comes over and he is helping put on um, the coat 
on the friend and he's like oh i should have brought over two roses and aren't you lovely or something nice he had but one half he, a second right <laughs> but then he's like oh i remember this coat from two seasons ago <laughs> and she like has a look on her face like excuse me <laughs> yeah i know uh that's really in poor taste to say anything but hey you know um but uh, you know, he's in retail, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. And uh, they, they all go to the party. Uh, Milos is there. Uh, Marcos and Bo's ex-girlfriend slash mannequin girl is there. It was funny because when she was in a different outfit, I didn't even recognize her. And I didn't realize until later who she was. Oh, goodness. Mm-hmm. Um the assistant Meg is um, a DJ and bonds over her DJ skills with the guy that she has a crush on that looks a lot like Milos. And um, Milos is at the bar looking sad. And um, oh, but so into the party comes the exes, the girl who was a mannequin and the ex Marcos. And they're there to make trouble to get back together with their people. Marcos just sits around like a fool. <laughs> I don't even know if Marcos knows why he's there. He got dragged there by the other mannequin. And the other mannequin tries to go to the president and makes it sound like the main girl messed up that photo shoot. But her best friend saved the day. So yeah. proud of her. Yeah, she was like, I'm sorry, you say you were at this photo shoot. Exactly. Where was this photo shoot? And what was the photo shoot for? And the girl didn't know what the photo shoot was for. And she's like, um, and what agency are you from? And she's like, uh, Ford. (laughs) (laughs) And she's like, and how long have you been with them? And who's your agent? And then she like mispronounces the name of the agent. And then the agent hasn't been there actually in years. And yeah. Right. And so then she's like, um, well, if you were there, you'd realize that Holly's actually excellent, and I don't know what your problem is or why you're even here, but security, get this girl out of here. <laughs> she doesn't work here. No one invited her. Um, so then she gets bounced from the party, and then Bo tells Holly, hey, I've got a surprise. For New Year's, we're going away, or for Christmas, we're going away to Vermont or something. Yeah, you already bought the tickets and everything. And she's like, what? (laughs) She's like, why didn't you clear this with me first? I don't want to just go off to Vermont. (laughs) And um, he's like, but it'll be perfect for snowboarding, the snow there right now. And she's like, I don't even snowboard. And he's like, well, it's going to be perfect. It'll be fine. She's like, I hate to snowboard. She's (laughs) like, I don't want to learn how to snowboard. It's not something I want to do. Then her friend does something strange. She gives some weird advice. I mean, in the end, it works out, but you know. Oh, yeah. She walks up to Milo, and she's like, you know, you two are perfect for each other, and um, she needs to be saved from that conversation. And he's like, but, you know, people aren't saved from Prince Charming. They're saved by Prince Charming. And she's like, no, no, no. This girl needs to be saved from Prince Charming. We'll just walk over there and kiss her. And uh, then uh, he's like, uh, okay. And so he starts marching towards her. And it's at that moment that they f- she got the, the award that they did for the party of the person who's worked the most hours, which... Gosh, she wants to win that award. I know. 
Uh, and for that, they um, gave her, uh, uh, and so they put the spotlight on her. And of course, being a romantic, perfect moment, her boyfriend, who she's trying to break up with, decides to grab her and kiss her. Well, of course, Mark, wait, Milo, the hipster, sees that and gets all upset and leaves. And uh, everything's like happening in slow motion. She's like being dipped by Bo and seeing Milo slip away and... Then she's able to push off Bo and be like, what are you doing? And he's like, it's the perfect kiss in the perfect moment. Don't you want a perfect kiss in the perfect moment? <laughs> and this is something that Milo had said, like, life isn't perfect. And she's like, everyone wants the perfect kiss in the perfect moment. So it's like going back to that conversation. And then um, she's like, no, I don't. I don't want perfect. And then uh, she runs after Milo and uh, like literally running. She breaks a heel and she knocks herself out. <laughs> and when she wakes up, she's in a hospital. And it turns out she's been out for a couple of days and it was all a dream. Oh, you know, okay. One quick <laughs> note. In her dream, her best friend meets a guy at the bar and he's a guy from the fifth floor and he's Australian. How adorable. She loves men with accents. So now she wakes up. And when she wakes up, she tells them, they said, don't worry. We finished the photo shoot just like you wanted. And she's like, no, no, no. That's not what I want anymore. And so she tries to look at all his pictures and all these pictures he's taken to look through them. But while she's doing that, she's trying to make things go together as it was in her dream. So she invites the guy from the fifth floor to her hotel, I mean her hotel, her um, uh, hospital room and introduces him to her friend. And her friend is all like, (laughs) excuse me, who are you? Why are you here? And the guy talks and he's not Australian. She's like, weren't you Australian? I thought you had an accent. I love how dreams aren't quite always right. So that was a good little part. But then she says to him, you you know, I don't know who you are. And, you know, I don't want your rose. Get out of here or whatever. And he leaves. And then she says to her friend, he's so cute. And I'm like, what? <laughs> uh, yeah. What? Um, <laughs> so they spend the whole night scouring the photos. And then. There's just one random snap of his that's on the desktop of his computer and she sees it and it's that from when they were at the club because that was not a part of the dream that actually happened. And uh, she's like, oh my goodness, it's perfect. It's the one. So that's the one that they use for the um, campaign. And uh, Milo is like lying in the hospital bed with her and like falls asleep next to her and she like kisses him on the forehead and it's official. They're together because she <laughs> understands that he's not perfect, but he's the one for her. And he was very cute and sweet. I liked him overall. He has like one annoying rant where he can't be with the one he wants. And so he's like, "Ah, oh, women are terrible. <laughs> and you're like, what? <laughs> That's like, I don't know if like the the bitter guy who decides to hate all women when things don't go his way is the guy we want to root for. (laughs) Seriously. Seriously. But okay, movie. Hmm. I mean, I think especially like really young guys feel that way, but he was a little old to be talking like that. It was like, you should be able to not be all, all women are the worst. I don't know. What was weird to me was just the (laughs) fact that, you know, they've been working together for years and we didn't even, you know, they, there was never any of this before that, you know, it's like, oh, well, but anyway, no, on the whole, I, I mean, it was okay movie. I mean, you, it was very predictable in many spots and, um, you know, again, if you have OCD, you might be a little offended, but you know, <laughs> other than that, 
Other than that, uh, I would give it an okay movie. If if you're a model, you might be offended. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll just say that was a bad model versus a good model. No, I was just thinking about like mannequins. Oh, in general. And being like, what you think mannequins and models are the same? <laughs> Aren't they? They're I not the know. same. <laughs> That's very odd. Ah, so what do you want to use as a, a grading scale? Well, I guess mannequins, right? <laughs> okay, so one to five, five being great and one being awful? In or terms of mockability, way? yeah. Okay, mockability. I would say, like, three insofar as it's funny. Right. I thought, like, most of the comedy works. I wasn't laughing at the movie so much, so I was laughing with it. So yeah. that's good. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, it's not... It's not hilarious. Uh, there's only one bad actress. That was the the mannequin girl mm-hmm. who comes mm-hmm. to life and tries to get Bo back. Um, but everyone else is really good. So I would say that this movie gets like... I would give it four stars if I like... If it had more heart to it. Yeah. But I'll, I'll give it three stars. Oh, uh, yeah. I would go three mannequins. Oh, stars. Yeah. Mockability. I mean... I mean, again, I'm always going to mock when you're going to talk about this whole um, uh, marketing plan. And then you keep on talking about it as if it's like every kiss begins with K or Zales or those white diamond commercials. You know, I mean, nothing new there. Um, I thought the people. Technically, white diamonds is a fragrance. Oh, well, true, true, true. (laughs) Even though they've always given her luck. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. So, I mean, I'd give it mockability. I'd give it. Two point two and a half mannequins, and then I'd give the movie three. Top half or bottom half? <laughs> bottom half. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, it was like I said, it was it, like say the relationships, everything was just a really, really predictable movie. So I mean, in that way, you can mock it. In that way, I would definitely say I, I would not. I mean, it's an okay movie, but I wouldn't waste your time on it. Truthfully, <laughs> I don't think it's laughable enough, and I don't think it's enjoyable enough. I mean, you know, if it was what was on and you felt the need to have to watch something, then I say go for it. Otherwise, I say don't watch it. <laughs> and that's all I got to say about that. <laughs> yeah, there's there's no um, deficit of Christmas movies. So. Oh, my gosh, no. <laughs> so you don't you don't have to watch this. This is not required watching. No, no. I just watched two today that I would definitely not say much about either (laughs) but hey i had to watch two i was doing my baking day and it had to be done (laughs) so uh yeah but yeah i would have to say that uh you you can even forget what it's called (laughs) just remember captain awesome and go watch chuck (laughs) yeah that would be my recommendation too just watch chuck instead oh he and uh, ellie so nice very adorable adorable anyway (laughs) well happy holidays everyone Hooray, it's December. It's time to watch many, many movies. <laughs> so, yeah, we're going to try to do maybe one other episode this, this month or two. Who knows? <laughs> we make no promises. That That's way right. you can't be disappointed or can't blame us for making promises. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can be disappointed if you want to. They're your emotions. But... <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Dr. Phil. My emotions. Oh, my gosh. I do not come here for therapy. I really don't. Hey, your feelings are valid. That's all I'm saying. 
<laughs> right now I'm feeling something. What am I feeling? <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> uh, so we're signing off. Yeah. Thanks and for listening, guys. Until another bad movie or just mediocre movie. <laughs> or, or maybe even a good one that just slipped on by. We're like, oh, my gosh, it looked like it was going to be bad. And then darn it. <laughs> anyway, happy holidays. Bye. Bye. Jingle, 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 jingle.